The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. is going on y'all we are back it is another edition of no bets barred this time ufc apex 65 Derek lewis versus sergey spivak maybe a little bellator chicago bellator 288 going down two title fights uh, on the card but before we get into any of that i mean tremendous card for ufc 281 i had a pretty good betting week if i'm not mistaken our very own jed mishu had a absolutely phenomenal betting week sure did buddy card of the year and that's card outside, of the year. outside of me just killing the bookies last week card of the year so uh when you add in that it just makes it all the sweeter baby just I, hell of a week does it get any better than just like a fantastic card with huge stakes huge implications and you also just absolutely kill the bets you just go to bed on a high that night yeah everything about it was great uh and the the only sad part was that i didn't stick to my guns more about alex Pereira. i i bet him obviously that ended up cashing but I waffled all week. I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. Kind of think Izzy's here. I'm betting the value. And then as soon as that happened, I was like, man, that is exactly how I thought it would happen. And I don't know why I didn't just trust myself a lot more. I could have uh, had a stronger corner, Connor. And instead, you know, I, just a good betting week is all I get for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you had an eye on the live odds, but Israel Adesanya minus six thousand. Oh, uh, wow! Yeah, plus fifteen hundred. I'm not gonna lie to you. If I wasn't on the watch along, I would have bet money on Pereira. Like just throwing like 
10 bucks. Yeah, it's done a couple like, bucks on plus 1500 for sure. I mean, I said it on the live stream. I was like, I was like, plus 1500 right now for a guy that can end this fight at any moment seems a tad egregious. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it obviously was. Yeah, it, it was egregious. I, I saw someone put like $800 down uh, on plus 1500 live, good, which is just good for you, sir. I mean, cheers to that. That is just. That's a smart play. Imagine you cat you you place a bet, huge monster bet, monster odds, and then two and a half minutes later, the money's already back in your account. Plus a whole lot of friends with it, you know. <laughs> I mean, plus fifteen hundred. That is quite the score. Yeah, that's quite the score. Uh, Zhang Wei Li. I mean, made it look easy. Never in doubt. Easy. Never that, in doubt. Had much less of a sweat on this all-in bet than on the previous one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's kind of what you want for uh for an unload the clip type bet. You want it to just, mm -hmm. you know, looked like she won the first round pretty uh, convincingly. Finish in the second. We'll go ahead and take our money and run. Yeah, just straightforward. Uh, props to Carla Sparza. She honestly looked better than I thought she would look. Uh, again, my only regret here, and I I truly have no idea why I didn't do it. Aside from the fact the line on on Wiley was only minus three thirty, should have just been inside the distance because yeah, that was either that plus money or minus one ten or whatever. And all of my, a bunch of my friends hit me up uh, and were like, "Hey, like, what do you got this weekend?" And I was telling them, uh, and I told them, you know, I've got an all in bet, and they were like, "Well." Why? Why can you can you get it better? I was like, "You can do inside the distance." And one of my buddies was like. The over under on this is four and a half. So is she just going to like, how are you so confident? And it seems like this is going to decision. And I was like, I don't really know why the over under is four and a half either in this fight, frankly. My, my biggest regret is uh, I got fight doesn't go to a decision at minus 125. And I only put to win a unit on that. Mm. I should have done to put like five. Like yeah. that was, and as the week went on, I was like, this is not going to go to a decision because I think Zhang is going to win. And I think if she wins, it's going to be inside the distance. Yeah. It was my only, like I said, my only regrets are that I just didn't, maybe I didn't max value in some of these yeah. places, but uh, you can't be upset with nobody ever went broke making a profit. Nobody man. ever went broke making a profit. Hindsight's always 2020. We both had winning weeks. It was a fantastic card. I had a blast watching it. Uh, yep. I had a blast cashing bets. I mean, can't really complain, man. Well, there'll be, there'll be more opportunities down the line. Yeah. And there was, you know, there were some sad outcomes on the card, but that's fine. You, you expect that occasionally you get the Frankie Edgar, you get Dominic Reyes, but all in all, great, great event. A ton of first round finishes. Oh, a ton of finishes, period. Just, yeah, just a ton of finishes and a ton of money in my bank account now. So I'm ready to fire the clip at Bellator Chicago and UFC Apex 65, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. Big weekend ahead of us here uh, as we get back to the Apex, the greatest arena in all of combat sports. Uh, we'll start with the main event. <laughs> It's a heavyweight bout, five-rounder. Five-rounder if it goes that long. Derek Lewis taking on Sergey Spivak. Right now you can get Spivak for minus 195. Derek Lewis coming back, plus 165. Over-under set at one and a half, minus 115 both ways. I have a feeling you you probably have a, a wager here. I have two wagers here. What about Ooh. you, my good man? 
Uh, I just have a parlay piece. It's uh, very predictable. Fight doesn't go to a decision. I'll just get that out of yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I could have bet on you having yeah. that bet. I mean, I, I've been thinking about it for weeks. Either Lewis bum rushes this guy and just puts him out, or he gets taken down and gets ground and pounded, finished. I just can't see a world where this thing goes to the scorecards. Uh, I am a thousand percent on board with with that assessment of this. I have two bets. You, let's start with the one you know. Everybody knows it. It's a heavyweight fight, baby. And the the train just keeps right on rolling. They have generously given us two heavyweight fights. Generously, both of their over-unders are one and a half. Both of them are... are listen, I'm not riding this one, but I can, I can make a little tease here. I'm happy to join the experiment this week. I love it, because I am for sure on the over one and a half here. Look. Don't get me wrong. This is Derek Lewis fighting. It will not surprise me in any way, shape, or form if Sergey Spivak just gets his head knocked off his shoulders within five minutes. Like That is certainly a world of possibility. But I do think that if if Derek isn't the one to get the finish early, I don't think Spivak's finishing Derek Lewis inside of seven and a half minutes. So... It's just it's just the one side of it that I got to really worry about. But it, again, this is this is science. This is math. This is just betting the thing that is always working for me. The most electric bet in combat sports. I'm going to be on the edge of my seat every time Derek Lewis throws one of those big lunch boxes at Sergey. It's, <laughs> it's going to be riveting stuff. So I'm on the over. I also uh, have taken a shot on Derek Lewis by KOTKO. Gotta be honest, I'm a little surprised he's the underdog here. Because uh, I was looking at just taking him straight, and then I was like, "Why would you take Derek Lewis straight in a five round fight?" When you how much better is the line? KOTKO? I have to ask, how much better is the line? So uh, the KOTKO is plus two fifteen. Uh, okay, you know you're getting him straight at plus one sixty five. Oh, that's so, a huge difference. I'm not gonna it, lie. It I, is. I thought it was gonna be like plus one sixty five Derek Lewis, and then plus one seventy five Derek Lewis by KO. Well, that's what I thought too. And then when I looked at it, because again, I, I kind of thought it would just be fine to play Derek Lewis at plus one sixty five. And I was like, I'll look at it. And if it had only been one or two points higher, I'll just take it on the off chance a decision happens or whatever. Getting fifty extra points here, like, and there's just the the man wins one way. The man is is it wins one way. It's particularly in a five round fight. You know, if it's a three rounder, maybe he goes to the cards here, but. Uh, I just I can't quite see why he's an underdog. My guess is just because the tough run he's been on, lost three of his last four, uh, tough losses to Sergey Pavlovich, Tai Tuivasa, Sirogan. Connor, can you tell me what Sergey Pavlovich, Tai Tuivasa, and Sirogan all have in common, though? They can knock you out on sure the Sure can. Sure can. And that is not Sergey Spivak's game. Yes, this this is the argument that I was going to make that I kind of makes me really like this bet is that he doesn't really have that put you out on the feet. He all his knockout wins in the UFC are by ground and pound. Yeah, and it's I just don't. If you told me that Derek Lewis is just kind of done, like he's he's shot now, I'm kind of on board with that. Like I can believe that just because of his performances haven't even been very good. But this is such a different style matchup and. You're talking people, me into this. While people think back to the Daniel Cormier loss, where Cormier just took a bunch of takedowns and kind of dominated Derek Lewis, 
He's really the only dude who's done that to Derek Lewis. Uh, you can maybe go back to Sean Jordan 10 years ago or whatever, but Derek Lewis hasn't, I mean, man, beat Curtis Blades because he's pretty good at defending takedowns. Not great at it. He's incredibly good at just standing back up when you take him down. Uh, it's just hard for me to imagine that Ser- Sergey Spivak is going to score takedowns do so while having to put himself at risk of those big shots from Derek Lewis and hold position and, and do something with it. I, if it happens, then that makes me feel like Derek Lewis is really just all the way shot. And I guess that's possible, but I, I, I thought he would be the favorite in this fight and because he is not, and I can get him at plus 215 for a KO prop. I'm taking a shot on that. I'm not going to lie, I have access to a book that has it at plus 230. And I am currently, as we speak, putting that bet in. You've, <laughs> you've talked me into it. I mean, plus 230. Plus, who doesn't like to cheer for Derek Lewis in a fight? Of course. Who's going into this like, man, I can't wait for Sergey Spivak to become a contender in the heavyweight division. I'm really rooting this one hard, hard. Like, I want to see Derek Lewis knock someone out cold. Absolutely. And this is... Look, the last time Derek Lewis took a step back in competition, it was Chris Dawkins, and he knocked Chris Dawkins out in a minute or knocked like whatever. Knocked him right out. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, this is clearly a step back in competition from the tie to Vasa Sergey Pavlovich's Cyril Gans, Junior Dos Santos, Daniel Cormier. Those are the guys Derek Lewis has lost to. I don't think Sergey Spivak is that. I will say, you know, he did just lose to a Sergey, so maybe you know two Sergeys Ooh. in a row. Derek Lewis's kryptonite is Sergey. Named Sergey. It could be. Let's get Karatanov in here next and see how that goes. But uh, yeah, I, I just took the shot on. I, like I said, I was going to take him straight at plus one sixty five. But you can give fifty extra points for a KO prop, and that's that seems like a number that's worth doing the prop instead of the straight shot. Yeah, I just like that. And so here's what we have to hope for. I, th- I threw a half unit down. Right? What we have to hope for is that Derek Lewis is just like, I am not afraid of this dude on the feet. Like he is not going to put me out. Uh, like Pavlovich is, he looks like just an Adonis. Monster. Like, he, like he looks like he should be in a Rocky movie, like fighting Rocky. That's how massive he is. Sergey Spivak doesn't really offer that. Like, I feel like the most likely path to victory for him is taking this to the ground, grounding him out, ground and pounding him out, or getting the submission. I'm hoping Derek Lewis just comes in here and throws caution to the wind. And like you said, lets the lunch boxes go, man, and puts this dude out. I I think it's totally possible. Uh, and it's he is also just dangerous forever. Like if Spivak can't get him out of there, and again, I it's hard for me to imagine him getting Derek Lewis out of there early. Every fight starts on every round starts on the feet, and he's so dangerous for however long the fight goes. At any point in time, he carries that opportunity with him. So, at, at some point, I think he's going to hit the mark, and I don't know if Sergey Spivak can handle that. Let's hope that he can. I mean, he has been knocked out before. It's it's not uh, you know the craziest thing to imagine that that happens. Uh, all right, so. For one fight in, I've already been talked into an, placing another wager. I Perfect. didn't think that I'd have that many on this card, but uh, you know, here we are. Let's keep How it rolling. Always goes. <laughs> I actually don't have any money line plays this week uh, as oh, single wow. bets. Okay, yeah, no money line plays as uh, single bets. Uh, let's get to the co-main event: lightweight, light heavyweight bout. Uh, Ion Kutalaba going up against Kennedy in Zichekwu. Right now, you can get Kennedy at minus 175. Kutalaba coming back at plus 150. Over, under, set at one and a half. Over, minus 125. Under, minus 105. 
oh man, I I looked at this fight. I really thought about playing Kennedy at one point, and then I was like, can I really trust either of these dudes? Can like even if I play Kennedy, can I trust Kutalaba to not come out and like be a world beater like sometimes he does, or he just comes out and and looks terrible? A lot of the times with these Apex cards, once we get into them and I start losing bets, I'm like, why did I ever place that wager? Like, I cannot trust certain people, certain fighters with my money to place these bets. That's kind of the vibes that I got on this one. So, uh, yeah, I just took a prop of of fight does not go to the distance. I, I threw that in my in my violence parlay. What's that number? Minus 275. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kutalaba, I just think he's going to make things chaotic. That's what he tends to do. I mean, he doesn't go to the, <laughs> that to the is scorecards. how that man fights. Yeah, he doesn't go to the scorecards too often. Both of them made it their last 10, having gotten there. Kutalaba, seven of those were in the first round. So I just imagine this thing gets crazy and, and we don't see the scorecard. So I'll be cheering for violence in it. Uh, that's a responsible and good bet. I haven't made a bet, but I know I'm going to make a bet. I have it circled down here as as a, a target, and it's. I just like Kennedy, man. I don't know why he's. Just I like kinda, him too. I'm he's with you, dude. One of those guys who, I feel like he's got something there. Uh, the fact that he lost to Nikolai Negamarianu, you know, earlier this year, kind of hurts. Even it's splitty point deduction, a lot of weird things going on, but I. I shouldn't trust him, and so uh, that's why I haven't made a bet. But I know that come fight night, I'm going to talk myself into yes. a Kennedy bet, maybe a Kennedy <laughs> prop for KO, TKO, because like you, I, I don't think this is going to the cards. Kennedy, enormous dude, hits quite hard, and Ian Kutalaba is a is a chaos agent. So it, it, you like just he, he is enormous. Him. And he has an enormous size advantage in this one. Huge. Monster. I mean, 6'5", 83-inch reach for this dude going up against Kutalab, who's 6'1", 75. Like, the the measurables are there for Kennedy in this one. Yeah, and I, I feel like the Carl Robertson, he looked like he had taken a step forward. I, like I said, I just like the dude, and sometimes you just want to take a bet on a guy you like, uh, even if it pretty clearly to me is not a good value play. I am probably going to end up talking myself into it. You know what? I'm going to talk myself into it right now. I'm going to take uh, Kennedy and Shaku by KOTKO plus 110. You know, Welcome to the show, Kennedy. Let's let's do it. You got talked into a bet. I got, I'm going to talk myself into a bet. And now I've got even more action down on the card of the year. Is that? Can we go ahead and say Apex card of the year? Apex card of the year. Apex card of the month. If the if the fights delivered too, I mean, the, you're gonna be talking UFC Apex 65, UFC 281. Which one is UFC the card of the London, year? which is better? It's it could be any of them. Could be any of them. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I looked at this card, looked it over top to bottom, checked out each fighter, and I was like, wow, I hate this card. At first glance, <laughs> I was like, I hate this card uh i mean the biggest redeeming qualities for it for me are Derek lewis is on it and jack della madalena is on it because oh, i am gonna get to jdm baby i'm a jdm diehard dude i'm i've really come come to like Love this guy him. like i mean ever since the contender series uh i mean it, there's something about the guys down under you know these aussies i i got a soft spot for him hey uh it's a great guy to have a soft spot for you know 
that nose that that nose is the nose of a man who is going to fight for for your money. Yes, yeah, this dude, this dude is not going to go out easy. Uh, love the finishing power. We'll get to that though. We'll get to that. We got bigger things. So Kennedy and Chekwu, Enzachukwu, uh, KOTKO plus one ten. That's what you got. Yep, just just taking it right now. Sweet. Love it. I mean, we're just adding bets left and right. Two fights in, two bets added. Uh, let's keep it moving. Heavyweight bout, another one. Love the heavyweights. Chase Sherman taking on Waldo Cortez Acosta. Uh, WCA getting right back in there after, Quick turn. after boxing out Jared Vandera's face just a couple weeks ago. Over-under is set at one and a half. That's a, that's a key number. Under plus 105, over minus 135. Uh, is this the first time I'm riding the experiment with you? I think it might be. I think this is the might be the first time you're you're on the train. Let's and hope I don't jinx it. I'm happy to be here. Welcome man. aboard. It is like I said, it's I think once you get a taste for it, you're not going to be able to to stop because <laughs> it's ju- it is just electric. Every as mu- punch. As much as I hate this card, I was like, wow, like I'm actually going to get to join the highlight factory that is Heavyweight overs. Heavyweight Every overs, punch. Baby. It can just end at any moment. I'm going to be sweating my ass it's off. It's so stressful. And they're going to be boxing, too. Like yeah. These guys are more than likely oh. going to stand and box the entire time. With a time. lot of pace. They're going to box, and they're both going to be chucking. <laughs> this is not going to be a staring contest. Oh, a lot of punches miserable. flying. Somebody's going to get hurt in the first round. They're going to wobble. It, I mean, because, hell, you saw oh. the Jared Van yeah. fight. All yep. sorts of nonsense and shenanigans it was great i mean it's like i've i've firmly come around to like i hate i hate betting overs even if they win i hate them dude they're the most (laughs) stressful proposition because like with fight doesn't go to a decision or unders it's like one it's always alive and two you kind of get a feeling of like whether it's gonna hit or not whereas like yeah like I was on the Choi over, and that was just like hell. And then it looked like it was cool, and I was like, "Oh, we're good." And then Trezano just starched yeah, just him dead, and I was like, "Oh, that's dead." Then, uh, yeah, I mean, they are just—they're such a stressful bet. I uh, see. I think there's there's so much more fun than unders to me because, like, I don't know for whatever reason. Well, one flyweight unders is no stress that just hits, so it's a yes, game fact. Uh, and the rest of them, it's like. It's a very different kind of stress. When I'm watching the under, I get like much more angry when I'm like, dude, just stop, like finish him. Just finish this guy. Every time someone gets into a good position, I'm like, come on, like just get, stop it. Stop trying to choke them and just punch them in the face. Like it, it digs in deep and makes me upset. Whereas the heavyweight it's, it is a much more defensive. No, no, stay alive. Stay alive. (laughs) It's it's just way more fun. I love the over. That actually is true. Like when yeah, when you have like a fight doesn't go to a decision or something, it is like an it's like an anger. Like it's like a serious frustration. Like uh like Costa Rockold, I oh. had that doesn't go to a decision. Oh, oh that was goodness. like a like, what are you doing? Like, please finish him type day. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, oh, ah, you're rooting against somebody instead of rooting for somebody. I'm rooting for whoever the hurt guy is to stay alive as opposed to rooting against yeah. whoever the hurt guy is to be finished. Yeah, I mean, you're technically rooting for both of them. It's kind of like we're at a golf tournament. You know, it's just golf claps for everyone. We're, we're showing everybody. support. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. uh, so you're uh, riding on the over here. Over one and a half, for sure. 
I've also taken a bet on this, uh, and I've bet Chase Sherman at plus 180. <laughs> I don't Let's know go. that this is a good bet. Uh, I, I can't. I can't like find a world where you can say a guy that's lost what like seven of his last nine or something. Yeah, well, like Chase Sherman, you know, he's out here, he's scrapping. He Five is Chase seven Sherman was able to finish Jared Vander, uh, whereas uh, Walter Costa, whatever WCA, couldn't get it done. So both I mean, of their most recent fights, both of their most recent fights were Jared Vander. Uh, one of them gets the dub. One of them. You know, one of them gets the finish. Very, very different. Uh, look, I'm not saying it's the smartest bet, but anytime you have two heavyweight main card fights and you have a chance to bet the overs and to bet the underdogs in both of them, how? What am I going to do? Say no? Gotta, gotta take it. I might even just for the sake of being spicy, parlay. Do the you know the DraftKings single game parlay yes. for Derek Lewis and the over and Chase Sherman and the over and then parlay those two bets up one super parlay. I had just thought about this right now, so I have no idea what that even pays out, but I might have to do it just for the sake of it. But yeah, like I don't. We talked about uh, WCA a few weeks back. I, I just am not impressed by him. He's going uh, to lose it? eventually. He's going to lose soon. And again, I'm not super impressed by Chase Sherman, but Chase Sherman, pretty tough, pretty durable dude, throws at a very high rate. Like these two dudes are just going to be getting after each other. And if he loses, won't shock me. But at plus 180 or plus 180, like that's give me, that's a big plus number on him and a fight that I think is a coin toss. So I mean, I'm, dude, I'm taking his... the value shot. Also, this fight took place on the Cater Allen card. That was three weeks ago that that happened. Yeah. Dude's leg got chewed up in that fight, too. Jared Vandera landed 39 of 41 leg kicks. Like he was he was struggling. Like, are we back? Like, are we good? Are we are we fully recovered from that? I have no idea, man. And it's uh, he could not be. He could be. Who can say? Well, Chase Sherman kick him in the legs. He usually throws some kicks, but no one can ever can ever glean what Chase Sherman's going to do in a cage. Is you know, I just like the fight. I like I like the big number, big plus one eighty. If I'm wrong, it's okay. Uh, but I'm not going to be wrong because we're going to have a perfect week this week. Calling it now. Wow, calling a shot, Babe Ruthington over here. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Jared Vandera just kicked the crap out of WCA's leg when Sherman and Vandera fought that legendary battle back on July 9th, 2022. Chase Sherman landed more leg kicks. I mean, that's just math. It's a good week to do it. Uh, I mean, we need the leg kicks. Thanksgiving's next week. The Rockettes will be out at the Macy's Day Parade. Oh, what a what a genius call! I didn't even think of that. Now, how can I not feel confident in this bet? I mean, Chase Sherman needs to rocket it up here and just just play the leg kicks, hit the over one and a half, and then just chop it off. So, Connor, while we were talking, I went and, I went and investigated what a Chase Sherman to win in over one and a half parlayed with Derek Lewis to win in over one and a half pays out. And I got to say, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to throw a very, 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 very small shot at this plus 1297. Wow. That's a big number. 1297, I mean, one, 1297, 1297. Cause you're getting Sherman, the Sherman and over is plus two, two, five. 
the Lewis and over is plus 330, plus 1290, basically plus 1300 is what we're looking at. Yeah. Here. And I mean, and might buddy, as well. I'm going to throw, I'm just going to, you know, a little $5 bet on it. Just see what happens. Just, just see if I get, if I can be the guy who gets the Alex Pajetta plus 1500 payoff. Oh, so, oh that I'm, would be. I'm fantastic. taking the super parlay. I'm breaking all the rules and I don't care. Super parlay. I mean, I, I've yet to take one. I don't know when I will, but it, it sounds like just an incredible thing to take part in. Uh, Chase Sherman, let's not forget, uh, just back in April, uh, on that April 30th card, I, I believe Alexander Romanov was a, what, a minus 2,800 against them? Some uh, uh, absurd number, yes. <laughs> yeah, an egregious number. He made it look easy, too. Subbed them out with the key lock two minutes in. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down, and new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Uh, all right, so you've got the super parlay. I've got the over one and a half. You're also on Chase Sherman. Things are coming together here. I mean, uh, three fights in, we've added three bets. Uh, UFC so many bets. 65. We're, we're on a, a tear here. Uh, let's keep it Fortunately, rolling. Fortunately, I'm not adding many else. <laughs> Certainly, you say that now. My undercard bet action is pretty minimal, so... Yeah, we're not going to get too much in the prelims, folks. So uh, if you're dying to uh, hear us break down the, uh, let's Vince see, Morales, Miles, John, that's yeah. actually a good fight. If you're if you're dying to hear us break down Fernie Garcia, Brady, High Stand, uh, I yeah, that's I have happening. no action there. <laughs> if you're putting money on that, I mean, best of luck to you. I, I hope it works for you guys. I mean, I prefer to to invest in fighters that I trust. Uh, I with not. my money. Uh, I mean, a lot of people, I feel like, are on Ricky Tercios this week. I I was pretty close to being on Ricky Tercios this week. All right, I'm not going to lie. I was, too, just because of who he's fighting in uh, Kevin Natidad. But that Eamon Zahabi fight... It, it it really it really throws uh, some cold water on on what you want to be about. I'm with yeah, you. I don't I don't know when I'm ever going to be on Tercios again after watching that Zahabi fight. Eleven uh, percent significant strike accuracy. That was uh, I mean that was that was something that was something to say. Something I also say. really wanted to be on Vanessa Demopoulos, not because I like think she's very good, but because she clearly like the UFC. I think the UFC realizes that they might have something with her. Uh, and so they should be giving her winnable fights, but she's, it's hard for me to ever bet on someone who has a 59 inch wingspan. Like that is just impossibly small. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's just not, you can't, it's like, can't do it. Can't do it, girl. I mean, that's, that's absolutely an insane number. Uh, all right, let's get back to it. Also, she's fighting someone that has a 69 inch reach. Yeah. So, uh, it's tough. It's a tough yeah. one to get past. So let's oh, pull the trigger. That is tough. Uh, all right. Next up, welterweight bout. Back back to the main card. Muslim Salikov going up against Andre Fialho. Right now, the over-under set at two and a half, over minus 130, under plus 100. Um, I said I didn't have any money line bets. I also took this one to not go to a decision at minus 155. Both yeah, these guys, okay. 21 pro fights, uh, 17 times they have not gone to a decision. Uh, last time out, both these dudes got KO'd. We've also seen them KO people in the UFC. I mean, Fialo, he's been fighting a lot in 2022, and it feels like he never has a fight that is not exciting. Even when he went to a to a decision with uh, Michel Pereira, I mean, it was still a good fight. Like, Man brings the action for sure. Brings the action, and I'm just going to assume that someone's going to get put out here. I like the number of win- when neither of the guys, when the guys have only been to a decision four times each in their career, and I'm getting minus 155 on it not to go to a decision, I will take that number all day. I'm sorry. This is going to be unfortunate for us because we're a bit at odds here. Let's go. First, let me just say I love this fight. I think this is love prob- it. I think this is the best fight on the entire card. Uh, this fight rules. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a banger. And I don't have any good reasons why, but remember last week when I was like, I don't, I don't have any breakdown. I just, the spirits have called to me and Dan Hooker is going to stop this man in the second round. Uh, yeah. And I, I think if I remember correctly, Dan Hooker stopped that man in the second round. He in fact did. And also he did so in a way that I felt exceptionally confident after round one. I was like, Oh, Dan Hooker's about to stop this man in the second round. I was like, yeah, that's just how this is going to go. We'd already started to get the butt scoots, everything. For whatever reason, the spirits have spoken to me again, and it's uh, Andre Fialho's going to win a decision. I don't know why I think that. I can't break it down. The math doesn't agree because everything you're saying is right. Is These two dudes, they never go to decision. It's all finishes. Fialho... His 2022 in this fifth fight this year, dude might mess around, try and turn around for a six. Cause apparently he's insane. He wants to fight every other week. There's no reason for this to go, but for whatever reason is just like, I don't know. Kind of feels like Fialho is going to win a back and forth scrap that goes to the cards. So I can't argue shot. with the spirits. I can't do that. It's, Who would it's I very, be to argue with the spirits? <laughs> it's very tough to argue with the spirits. And so Again, not based on anything. Everything says that's probably not true, but uh, I'm just taking Fialho here. I can't. I can't blame you, man. I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's a solid bet. I will take. What What is the number on that? By the way, the Fialho by decision is currently going at da 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 dun 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 you're, you're killing it <laughs> i i asked you right as you took your headphones off oh. to break the fourth wall here what uh the fialo by decision line is and then oh, plus my, 500 yeah my computer froze and i couldn't oh. find it so yeah i was filling with uh you know some music there I, I respect it we'll uh we'll cut this all out and then you can ask that again and i can uh 
I don't know. I think the people will like it. You know, plus 500, I think it makes sense. I think it was a great fill there. You're on Fialo by decision. I'm on fight does not go the distance. Hopefully someone wins. A Selikov decision is a nightmare for nobody. Oh, that, that would be the worst of all outcomes. So if you're on that, you're an enemy of the state. Please stop listening now and let's keep it rolling on the main card. Welterweight bout. Now we it's get our, to it, baby. It's our man, JDM, Jack Della Maddalena going up against Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts. Right now you can get Della... Jack Della Maddalena as a big favorite, biggest favorite on the card, minus 490. Danny Roberts coming back at plus 390, over under set at one and a half, under minus 125, over minus 105. Yeah, man. Can I, can I take a bet, guess on what you've got here? Because uh, I feel like. <laughs> I got three bets here, so please. I'm going to say that you've got JDM in a parlay. Bingo. I, I also have him in a parlay, so we're simpatico there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say that you are taking JDM by KOTKODQ. I actually haven't put that in. Isn't the number like one minus 185? It is. I, it's 175, uh, and I still just thought you would take it. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I mean, this is my guy, and that's probably going to be how he wins this fight. Uh, it, it seems by far the most likely outcome for JDM here. Uh, well, then what are your other two bets if 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 that was not one of them? All right. So I once again uh, took a points bet. I took one last week. I, I can't even remember who it was on at this point. No, I took it two weeks ago on Miranda Maverick. It kind of cuts that line down. Yeah, I, yeah. Took it, I took this one at minus 240. I mean, if it does go to the scorecards, I imagine... Uh, Madalena just boxed his face off the entire time and he wins a pretty dominant decision. Yeah, and it's obviously, tough dude. yeah, yeah, I mean, it covers the it covers that. I also parlayed the under two and a half because I do think this ends in a knockout. I really wanted a tasty line on the Madalena round one KO. Oh, what is that looking at? Plus 185. Oh, that's not good enough. Yeah. like I mean, I, you, can't, you can't bet that. that I price. need more than that to get an exact result in an exact round. I, I needed like a plus like 275 plus 300 number. Yeah, that, that number is way, way too. Honestly, plus, you know, plus 450 for round two KO. I mean, I Trinaldo, Trinaldo had him hurt. Several occasions. Trinaldo had him hurt a lot, and Danny he kept Roberts going. Battled through. I do think JDM's a better finisher than Trinaldo. Uh, I definitely agree with that. I mean, Trinaldo's forty-three years old. And I mean, if you watch that fight, if you go back and watch that Trinaldo fight, and you go back and watch JDM's UFC career, and you find a way to bet Danny Roberts, we're just seeing more, different more, things. Yeah, more power to you because that is not how I'm viewing the world. I mean. I just imagine JDM's going to come in here and just put the pressure on and just outbox him, like uh, levels above. I agree. Uh, I've got JDM in a parlay, um, and I also took him inside the distance at minus 200. Yeah, I have a uh, very, very large uh, wager on a parlay. I will get to the third leg. Jack Della Maddalena has parlayed with the Derek Lewis, Sergey Spivak under four and a half. One leg to go. We'll get to that later on. But yeah, I'm thinking this is going to be one-way traffic for our boy JDM. And uh, we keep riding. Maybe Seems start likely. Maybe start talking about a ranked fight soon for him. Pretty soon. He's, he's knocking on the door. 
Uh, all right. Maybe maybe JDM, you know, comes out here, gets the job done. He gets the winner of the Fialho Salikov fight for, you know, top 20 position. Now we're talking. I like this. Doing a little matchmaking. Little I mean, matchmaking. This... we give you everything on No Bets Bard. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's keep it moving to the prelims. Let's go. Everybody's pumped. I think we have, we, I think we have three, three prelims? To talk yeah, we're about. only talking about three. Easy. Uh, you know, like we said, if you're coming here to hear us break down, get really nasty in the details on, uh, you know, Fernie Garcia, Brady Hasted. That's just what I keep going back to. I mean, it's a, it's a tough fight to feel well, confident about. A lot of people are wildly confident in Brady High stand this week. I mean, I'm seeing some people lay it down with our boy there. All right, but let's get to it. There's no better way to end the flyweights, to end one of the best prelim cards we've seen in Apex history than with a flyweight bout. It is Salgas Zumagulov going up against Charles Johnson right now. You can get Charles Johnson as a slight favorite around minus 155. Zuma Gulov going, coming back at plus 135. The more important thing here, though, the over-under set at two and a half. Love, love that. Love it when the under's two and a half. So the much under, activity. The under's plus 200. The over is minus 260. They're giving us two to one odds on this. They have... Vegas has never learned. They... You know, Vegas's problem is the other week when a couple of them didn't cash at 280, they were like, oh, well, it's over. Now we can go back to just juicing these to the moon. Little do they know, we never left, baby, because I can't speak for you, but I for sure am on the under here. Oh, I mean, come on, dude. Come on. You think you think I'm going to let the let the baby, let the train keep rolling without me? I mean, listen. Can't do it. There's a path to this, too. Oh, there's for sure a path to this. I mean, Zuma Gulov probably isn't going to be our guy. Uh, he's probably not going to be the the one that gets this done for us. Charles Johnson, dude. Six of his last seven wins have come by finish. I mean, that's that's a lot. Hey, and you're. I just want to stand up for Zuma Gulov. Yes, for his entire career, decision machine and fight nights global, etc. But since coming to the UFC. Couple couple of decisions to start. This was in 2020, 21, before the flyweight under magic started happening. Two of his last three first round finishes. Either he got finished or he finished. Two of his last three. He's nice. out here. He's he's kicking up the activity level. We need Charles him to, Johnson. Yeah. Charles Johnson's a tough cookie. Uh, that man likes to finish fights. He likes to finish fights, but he does not like getting finished. Never been finished. Obviously, that suffocating performance against Mikhaev was able to fend it off. Uh, yeah, I mean, so here's the one thing that I worry about that that kind of makes me a touch nervous. Both these guys have a little bit of anti-flyweight under in them. I Ooh. mean, Johnson went to a decision with Brandon Roy Val back in LFA. I mean, Rod Dog is the face of flyweight unders. He really, he really is the the poster child yeah, for flyweight the unders. President of flyweight unders. And then Zuma Gulov went to a decision with Amir Albazi, who also just hates decisions. Uh, so yeah, if this one doesn't, if, if we don't hit, I mean, it's just you know two guys. Two. It's an inside job. You know these guys are yeah. anti flyweight under. You know it, it's a Derek Minner kind of situation where I'm not going to name names, but yeah. Let's, you know, maybe let's go back. Let's get an independent investigation because flyweight unders never don't hit. So 
maybe maybe collusion if this goes to the cards is all i'm saying that's all i'm saying. actually if it goes to the over two and a half yeah i mean oh, that's well yeah just the over it doesn't have to go to the cards but you know that's all i'm saying so um yeah that's that i mean flyweight unders what that's else do you want what to else say? you need to say there's nothing there's nothing i don't i don't want reasoning i don't want logic i want flyweight unders and i want my money thank you let's keep it moving it's another flyweight bout, a women's flyweight bout. This time is Jennifer Maya against Marina Moroz. Right now, you can get Marina Moroz as the favorite. Minus 190, Jennifer Maya coming back at plus 160. I've got no action on this fight. I lean Marina Moroz to get it done, but I'm uh, curious to hear what bet you've got down. I just don't really understand why Marina Moroz is the favorite in this fight. Um, Pretty big favorite, too, minus 190. She's a sizable favorite, and I'm not here to tell you that Jennifer Maya is a world beater or a great fighter, but she's been a top 10 flyweight for a very long time. She has solid wins in the division, if not great. Um, certainly, they haven't aged as well given time, but her losses, competitive fights usually, and against the best women in the division. Here are her losses, Connor. Menofio, your, your girl. Yeah, Menofio. my goat. Caitlin Chikagian, twice the second best flyweight in the world until Manon just beat her a few weeks back. Valentina Shevchenko. That's it. Those are the people she's lost to. The, you know, that those three women are the top three or four flyweights in the entire world. And other than that, she hasn't lost anybody. Like it's just how it goes. Marina Moroz is is a fine fighter. She's size advantage, a uh, better striker here. But I don't know. She also lost to Angela Hill and Carlos Barzo. Like I, it's Jennifer Maya is much larger than Carlos Barzo and Angela Hill, and a competent fighter at this price point. I just said f it. Uh, I didn't take her straight because you can get her by decision at plus two twenty five and. Uh, Maya has like one finish in her career or something dumb. One finish in her last like 12. Uh, and that was the submission of Joanne Jojo Calderwood. I don't think she's going to get a finish here on Marina Moroz. Marina Moroz never been finished, but sorry, I just took the plus uh, the decision at plus 225 because I don't know. Feels like this line should be closer. All right. I like that. And I feel like it's moving in the direction of marina morose though she might be closing around uh, a minus 200 the iron lady uh back at it all right one more fight to get to on ufc apex 65 i'm gonna let you take the wheel it's another flyweight bout this time in the women's division natalia silva going up against teresa bleda uh undefeated prospect in bleda uh i got nothing here tell me what you're working with I love that all of my bets are on flyweights and heavyweight fights this week. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's just so on brand. Let's go. I mean, you're getting the curtain jerker on. Well, that's why. That is why. Okay. That Let's be clear. That is why I have a bet here. I like to have, we've talked about it before. You know, I don't know. You ever watched Entourage back in the day? They oh, yeah. Had the thing oh, yeah. Where go to Vegas, we put five on red. We see if it's going to be a good week or not. I like to just see. I like to have the curtain jerker action down. Then I can see. Win or lose, I know I know if something good is gonna happen. Carlos Olberg last week, boom, baby, got us off rolling. <sighs> Tremendous week. Big uh, blackjack I, fan. Big blackjack fan. Ladies night just delivering for me that night. So I wanted to do it again. 
Uh, normally, I would not bet this fight, and I can't tell you that I'm bringing the heat or brilliant breakdown of this fight, but I'm taking the undefeated Teresa Blada, 6-0 in her career, uh, pretty extensive AMI career as well. You go back and, and check the tape on that. You can see she's, uh, let me pull that up so I can see exactly how many AMI wins she's working with, but sizable number, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine amateur wins, 9-0 and as an amateur, including a win over Lucy Pudilova, a real-time fighter. And if you look at her record, her, her professional record, it's not against bums, man. Every every person she's fought, winning record. Not Nayara Maya, 7-0-1 on the Contender Series. Uh, Mabelie Lima, 9-1. Edna Oliveira, 10-7, and 7-3, 3-2. Her pro debut was against the 3-0 fighter. She hasn't been beating Wilting Lilies. She's 20 years old. She is a pretty solid grappler, top position player. Uh, yes, I do think that like Natalia Silva is is more impressive than you would think. She's also very young, like 24. Looked very, very good uh, in her most recent outing. Yeah, against uh, Jasmine Jazdavicious. Yeah, against Jasmine Jazdavicious. Looked very good. Looked spry, but she's ve- she is a huge at a huge size disadvantage in this one. Blade I was going to say Jasmine Jazdavicious is like as big as it gets in the women's flyweight division, and now Natalia Silva is taking another step further in the direction yep. even bigger. Just I mean, enormous. Five nine, seventy one inch reach in the women's flyweight division. Yeah. Absolutely enormous, and. I think she's a better athlete than Jasmine Jazdavicius. Uh, it won't shock me if Natalia Silva can just is is too fast, has too good of hands here. But and Teresa is only twenty, so hell, it, it, you can't feel confident backing a twenty year old. But I wanted to have action down the main card, card, card. on the first card. Teresa is at plus one forty, and it's pretty rare that you're going to get somebody who is fifteen and zero in her MMA career and at plus money. Like that just and at a massive size advantage. Yeah, huge size advantage. And having fought real competition. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not entirely sure why this line. It feels like this line should just be closer because who knows what the hell is going to happen. Like I, there's no, yeah, there's no way I could ever back Natalia Silva and feel confident in that bet here. So uh, I wanted action. Dog or pass? Give me the dog. Uh, I'm really hoping that as we start UFC Apex, as we start the journey on UFC Apex 65, we we definitely get a pre-produced package on why Teresa Blade's nickname is Rhonda. I my assumption is, and this is entirely a guess, but because it feels like there's only one answer to, for this possibly to be, it's it is Rhonda Rousey. Yeah, that's what I would guess. She she kind of looks similar to her. A little bit. She's big physical, goes goes with the grapples in the top position. And you see this, used to see this a lot with like uh Brazilian fighters. Like up and coming Brazilian fighters, their nicknames would just be like other professional fighters <laughs> and stuff. And I think the only the only reason that I think this could make any sense at all is is that it's Ronda Rousey. So uh, but maybe they'll tell us. That would be great if they did. Man, she's fighting out of uh, out of Czech Republic. Yuri Prohashka from there. Checks like, on the rise, baby. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Yuri's got a better nickname than uh, than that. It's I, I'm on his sure dog. Rhonda. 
Yeah, it's it it says Denisa, but what is like what is what is the the acronym that he uses? Why oh, I... uh, BJP. Yeah, it's like, right? yeah, it essentially means like throws bombs and yeah. in check. Uh, I feel like that's a touch. I think it's BJP. Let me look this up because now I want to make sure that I'm certain on that. Yeah, BJP. It is BJP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, look, if you're if you're judging everybody by how cool they are in comparison to Yuri Prohashka, nobody <laughs> nobody's going to be doing very well in that game. That is a tough game to play. I'm looking at his he's up his Twitter game. I mean, his profile picture is sick now with the belt. We'll get into him in just a few weeks. I cannot wait for that one. There's there's a lot at stake on that one for me. Still holding the Yuri Prohashka champion by the end of 2022 oh, ticket. Man, that is such a tough beat that they said. Oh, dude, when I dude, saw it, one. I was like, please just go to Brazil. Uh, go to Brazil. Go to Brazil. There's no reason not to do this fight in Brazil. Uh, I, I have confidence. We're going to trust that. Uh, that year he gets it done for me. All right, so that's UFC Apex. I love that you have confidence. I would yeah. be sweating my ass off. <laughs> you gotta have confidence, even if it's fake. Uh, all right, so that's UFC Apex 65. Great card. Never met him. Time to get into Bellator 288, Chicago. I mean, welcome to the Wendy City. We've got everything. We've got Bellator 288. I mean, I feel like that's the sale. Uh, obviously, not going to break down every fight here. Uh, kind of feel like the two title fights are worth getting into, and then so just sort of the I best only that we have, have. I only have anything on the two title fights, so I have nothing to add here beyond those two fights. All right, sweet. I can give you like the hilarity that is some of these undercard matchups, uh, because naturally there's a Bellator you're on, card. You're on undercard matchups, dude. You know I'm putting in a parlay that I am sold as a lock that is definitely going to lose at some point. Uh, Let's get, let's kick it off though the you're the true, main event. You're a true hero, buddy, and I respect you immensely. I'm just a degenerate gambler. That's really all there is to it. Uh, who loves betting on chalky matchups in Bellator that you really should have zero confidence in. Uh, main event though, light heavyweight championship, the rematch of Vadim Nemkov versus Corey Anderson. They just did this just a few months ago, back in April. It obviously ended in the no contest, accidental clash of heads. Uh, Corey Anderson comes into this one. As a fairly sizable favorite, after being a dog in the first matchup, Corey Anderson winning that fight uh, to that point. Um, I'm wondering what action you have here. I actually don't have anything on the main event. Oh, you don't have anything on the main event, do you? No. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I have Corey Anderson in a yeah. parlay. I kind of had. I kind of had an assumption. I honestly I didn't need. Like he's he's at a price that you don't need to put him in a parlay. He's, you can just take him straight. But I just put him in. The parlay with JDM, I have one other leg to the parlay, uh, but we just saw... I don't know why this odd, these odds are so close. I picked Vadim Nimkov the first time around. That bet was not cashing. I was a huge fan of how that ended because my money was... <laughs> I had already written it off. It's like, well, that money's gone. That is just into the wind. Uh, yeah, Corey Anderson beat the brakes off him, and I don't know how you can watch that fight and be like, He's only a minus two fifteen favorite. <laughs> like that, there that fight was not competitive. Uh, and I, unless one argument I'll make, it was it was nineteen nineteen on every judge's scorecards going into the third round. Sure, and that third round was uh was over. 
<laughs> that third round was close to a finish. So I I just don't know why this number is as close. Uh, so I think it'd be fine to take him straight. Um, I just paired him in the parlay with two other legs I feel very, very confident in. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm at here. All right, sweet. So Corey Anderson, it will be for the main event. Now let's get into what we're really here for. The co-main oh. event of the evening. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Bellator MMA Lightweight Championship. Patriki Pitbull taking on Usman Nurmagomedov. I mean, for me, it's it's Usman. It's been Usman. Just been waiting weeks for the line to drop. 15-0. and 0. I think we know what happens here. Oh, yeah. This is... Uh... As we're talking, I'm adding two more bets to Sick. my because I'm an absolute DJ. I love <laughs> I can't, it. I can't not. Uh, but yeah, this is Usman. We talked about beforehand. Uh, there's there's no breakdown needed. Patricky's not very good. He is the worst pitbull brother by a good margin, and he's just not very good at fight. Like he's fine, but he's not great. Uh, Usman Nurmagomedov, two strong names in the world of fighting. Let me just tell you, if you're an Usman or Nurmagomedov. You're probably doing pretty well as probably a doing pretty good. fighter. Uh, and if you're both of them, you're undefeated and you're about to be the Bellator lightweight champion of the world. Habib is about to coach the two lightweight champions of the world. Hell of a feather in that man's coaching career this early on. But yeah, the aura continues to grow. Yeah. One way traffic. I don't, I don't know a single person who's going to be betting Patricky here. And I, it, it just is it. I haven't done it. I told you that I think I was going to have another all-in bet this weekend. I feel like Usman's a fine all-in bet. There's a part of me that is concerned because it's Bellator, and you never know what kind of weirdness happens in Bellator. Pitbull has knockout power, too. Sure. Uh, I just... It would would really flabbergast me. I think I might go half. Okay. I might might shove a half stack on it. I might not go all the way all in. in. You're halfway in. But yeah, I might, I might like, if not, maybe I'll just load up like a 10 unit bet on it or whatever. Just something, something greasy and heavy and just throw it down and see what happens. But I'm going to be making a sizable investment on Usman straight uh, outside of the confines of this parlay. The parlay again, it's JDM, it's Corey Anderson, it's Usman. It pays out at plus 105 plus money for what I feel very, very good about in that parlay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I have the same parlay, but swap Corey Anderson with Lewis Spivak under four and a half. That pays out at minus 137 for me. Uh, also, also seems like a good parlay. Yeah, biggest bet of the weekend, undoubtedly. Really hoping that hits because uh, I'm pretty exposed on that one. Yeah, I mean, that's going to hit, and, and it's going to be great. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm just going to take a big, big shot on Umar, you know, 10 15 units, something something saucy. Something just, saucy. How do you think he gets it done? Be honest with me. Oh, my assumption is that he gets a submission. I think he's going to get uh, takedowns at will, just work over top position, eventually find his way to the back and, and get in that choke. So I'm thinking of some sort of combination of uh, fight doesn't go to a decision parlay uh, for the Bellator card. I mean, why not have a violence parlay? Uh, I mean, Sullivan Cauley going up against Jay Radik. I mean, seven fights for the guys, all first-round finishes. Uh, Tyrell Fortune, Daniel James. I think that one's probably not going to go to a decision as well. I I just added a bet on that particular fight. Let's let's hear it. Uh, well, 
again, this is, I'm, I'm an idiot and a DJ and I was looking at it and I was like, you know what? Friday fights like to have a little more action down on the Friday fight so I can have something involved. Also, in case you're wondering, curtain jerker for Bellator happens to be a heavyweight bout. <laughs> I also noticed that there's another heavyweight bout with Tyrell Fortune, Daniel James, and I was like, what if, what, let's just take a look. Uh, the over one and a half on Fortune Huge James, numbers. plus 150 for over one and a half, over one and a half on Govea Mogenberg. Yeah. Plus 205. <laughs> I have never, I could not pick Vladimir Govea or Corey Mogenberg out of a crowd of two. No, 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 yet. no, bro. These, like, I actually did like some nasty research on this. Like, <laughs> Vladimir Goeva is like a coach. Like, I like looked him up and people are like, oh, he's going to represent our gym so well out there. Like, he's O and O. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how they set the lines on these <laughs> fights when they know next to nothing about these fighters. Uh, Cause you get DJs like me who are just going to take a shot uh, in the totally in the dark, zero prep. Remember when we made the rules and was do the work. I have not done the work here. I am just seeing heavyweight overs and I'm shooting at heavyweight overs. Uh, so yeah, if I'm going to tell you my violence parlay, I think I'm going to go Kali Radik does not go to a decision. All they have is first round finishes. Brennan Talavera fight does not go to a decision. So Lucas Skywalker Brennan is a BJJ black belt. Uh, I believe it's five of his or six of his seven wins in Bellator are by submission. Nick Talavera. I watched some film on this guy. And uh, on the regional scene in his amateur career, which, yeah, he has a somewhat decent record. He's five and one now in his pro career, but he was five and five at his amateur career. The the what did you what do you call it not a trilogy a duology the two fights he had against eric mercado back in rage in the cage okc uh first time he gets submitted i don't know what happened he like got put in a body triangle and just tapped uh there was nothing on his neck nothing on any limbs some sometimes the body triangle gets it done i mean he just tapped and then they they ran it back uh just a short 9 months later eric mercado same thing submission I just can't really see a world uh, where Lucas Brennan just doesn't take this dude down and get a submission. Like, Lucas Brennan is an actual prospect. Uh, Talavera, I mean, he hasn't beaten anyone with a record over 500 yet. So, like, I just... So you're saying there's a reason Brennan's mm, 730. I'm imagining Lucas Brennan is going to come out here and just choke him out in the first round. Uh, so that's in my violence parlay. Uh, and then Fortune James, I'm going to assume that this one is not going to go to the, the scorecards. I mean, eight of Fortune's last 10 have gone on to the one and a half. Daniel James, 10 of his last 12 have not gone to a decision. Uh, I know that's not the stats you want to hear, riding the, un, riding the over one and a half. <laughs> no, um, I'm fine with it because, again, this is this is not based in any type of logic or sense. It's just... Why not? I, I've never tested heavyweight overs in Bellator. You might as let's well. See. I, I tested see. flyweight unders in uh, Bellator on a, on a women's fight one time, and it failed miserably. Uh, <laughs> and then the final piece of my fight doesn't go to the distance parlay. Should I add in Nurmagomedov Pitbull? Oh, I think that's fine. All I right. I will For, say that Pitbull has proven to be very tough. Not a okay. lot of dudes gotten him out of there. But Should I just I put think, Louis Spivak again? 
I don't know. It depends on how exposed you want to be on that one fight. Yeah, uh, even though true. I think I think that's a safe fight to be exposed on in that regard. But uh, eh, let's not get too overexposed. Let's keep it all violence, Bellator. We'll we'll put in it, Magomedov Pitbull. Yeah, do that. Uh, do that. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that pays out at plus one hundred three. Or should I do? Uh, I mean, I know it, I know everybody's waiting on it. The Jordan Newman fight. Oh God! Everybody was waiting. I was hoping you would get to this. It was I was taking. A long All right, so time. let me let me break down my five legger that I am so confident <laughs> in that it's guaranteed to lose. That one of these guys are going to bust it for me. We start <laughs> off insane. I mean, we start off with the aforementioned Jordan right. Newman. Uh, I mean, you have to start there. He's four minus ten fifty. Uh, so I actually locked him in at minus seven fifty. Got a got a good number there. Four and zero, two time D three national champion wrestler, D three wrestler of the year back in twenty eighteen. Uh, dude's a beast. The man he is fighting, Jaden Talker, two and two. Uh, guy got KO'd in the first round by two and four Rayvon Baxter. We all remember uh, Baxter Talker, legendary fight. Guy is also he dabbles in boxing, Jaden Talker. <laughs> Uh, he's 0-4 as a boxer as well. He's also done dabble, you know, dabble. He's also done grappling competitions. He's 0-2 there as well. The guy knows how to lose in combat <laughs> sports. I imagine Jordan Newman is uh, likely going to get the victory here. <laughs> but as we always say, it's Bellator. I'm just not sure. Next, leg two. Archie Colgan, 5-0. and <laughs> State champion wrestler in Colorado. D1. Fought at, uh, wrestled at Wyoming, was one win short of being a D1 All-American. He's fought real competition, too. LFA, Eagle FC, now Bellator. The man he's fighting, Jesse Heyman. I don't even know how you pronounce this. Jesse Hanum. Big Rig. That's how we know him. That's how we know him, baby. Big Rig. Uh, yeah. He's 2-1. and one. Those two wins come against 0-3 Casey Gallet. And then just, I don't even know, 1-43 and 43, Kenneth Allen. Is Kenneth Allen just a full-time can? Like, he's just like, yeah, I can get you a win on your MMA record. Look, uh, sometimes that's just how how life works, you know? 1-43, uh, Kenneth. Like, you just got to throw in the towel at some point and maybe figure out that you're... <laughs> The MMA isn't for you. You're probably not going to make that run at the UFC title. <laughs> one, look at his topology picture. It's one of the funnier topology pictures you'll ever see. So you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, I might might see why this guy isn't winning too many fights. More importantly, how heroic. One, his strength of competition is actually unbelievable. Like, dude, a lot he's of dudes. He's 42 <laughs> years old and he has lost. <laughs> I mean, dude, we, we have He's to talk lost to a lot of people who like Brock Larson, Sam Morgan, uh, I'm looking through this right now. Dude, we, we need a to lot talk of good res- resumes here. Can we talk Corey Simpson though? I was going to say, can we talk about the Midwest cage championships back in 2006 <laughs> when he got his lone victory against Corey Simpson, who was six and two at the time. A little regression though. Corey Simpson ends up twenty-one and twenty in his all-time career. Uh, good news is handle. the good news is Corey Simpson's still fighting, baby. Yeah. Back in <laughs> September, he got a win at uh, a Send to CFC sixty uh, to to bump him above that five hundred mark. He gets the verbal tap 
in the first round against John Kennedy. 10 and 37, John Kennedy. So so we're clear here. Kenneth Allen is also still fighting. He lost in September. Oh, I mean, Kenneth Allen's never going to give it up, man. There's <laughs> always that flicker of hope. If he can put a few together, he might be able to make that run. The reality is, I I want nothing more than this man to cobble together like five wins and get a contender series fight. And so you have to hear Joe Martinez or whatever announce him with a record of <laughs> six and 43. <laughs> you want to know the best part about this? The last time Corey Simpson fought, he headlined. He was the main event of Ascendancy FC. Yeah. Guess who was also on the main card? Oh, Just Kenneth two Allen fights and, down. And ben Kenneth Holder, Allen. baby. Kenneth Allen versus Ben Halder, an absolute brawl that we saw Kenneth Allen verbally tap one minute into the first round. A uh, lot of first round finishes on this Ascendancy FC. I mean, the fact Corey Simpson was headlining, that, that speaks volumes. This Corey is... Simpson, John Kennedy. I mean, we are deep in the weeds now. And the funniest thing is we're laughing at all this. Corey Simpson would beat my ass. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume Kenneth Allen probably would have a good time with me in there as well. It seems likely, but it's hard for me to say that just because he's 42. You're a young man. I think the I think the worst part about this, and I mean this this could just be, you know, topology, but it says the career disclosed earnings for Kenneth Owners is zero USD. Oh, well, that's just topology. That's yeah, that's, okay. that's just He's I gotta be you, getting paid for these. I mean, Midwest smoker scene, baby. Just get paid in drinks. That's all you need. Just go out, get into a scrap. You know, get get your bar tab covered that night. So I think the worst part about the Kenneth Kenneth Allen thing is is gonna, F, what were you gonna say? I was gonna, the worst part is Jesse Hannum is gonna somehow win and be the flag that blows your big parlay. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, after after a brutal zero and nine two thousand seven, he follows it up with an zero and four two thousand eight to get him to one and twenty eight all time, and it looked like he had been like. All right, I, th- I think it's time to throw in the towel. He doesn't fight for three years until he comes back at Extreme Challenge to take on Paul Bradley. Obviously, we all remember that one, Paul Bradley, 16-2 and two at the time. Loses that one as well, and it lo- and it's like, all right, he only puts in one fight in 2011. He's like, all right, this, this thing might be done. Nope, rails off five yeah. fights in 2012, going 0-5. And then he's just back, man. And he's just, he's been going ever since. Actually, he had a pretty long layoff after 2018. I mean, what you love and you'll never work a day in your life, Connor. (laughs) I can't imagine he loves losing this much. I mean, he just loves getting in scraps. I love getting after it. At one point in his amateur career, he was five and four. Should have never gone pro. his, His Amy career is is distinguished in comparison. Should have never gone pro. All right, let's continue it, though. That was leg two. We got deep down the rabbit hole in that one. Archie Colgan, that is leg two. Uh, leg I thought three. we were going to be done in an hour on this show, <laughs> and then we just spent five minutes on Kenneth Allen. <laughs> hey, man, Kenneth Allen's a stud. Uh, Lucas Brennan, I already talked about him, dude, 7-0. and oh. I actually saw him in person back at, back at Bellator 282 in June. Dude is a beast. BJJ Black Belt stud. Nick Talvera. So, wait, just, so you've still got two legs on this? Is that true? Uh, yes. Can yeah. I guess? Can I guess the other two? Uh, yeah, sure, of course. Is one of them going to be Laird Anderson? No. Oh, you're not taking Laird. No, nah, not taking Laird. A little word on Laird. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, <laughs> and price is too high for Laird, eh? Price is too. I mean, I mean, Laird is. Uh, it seemed like I like when I choose these Bellator ones. Like now, what I've started doing, as in literally this card, I have tried to make it like steel trap. Like this guy just isn't gonna <laughs> lose. Like this is like Bellator is like we need a body to lose to this guy. Not just we need a body in there to fight this guy. We need a body to lose to this guy so we can we can continue his progression. I mean, truth be told, Laird is probably going to win. And Rob Finical has just put the fear in you, has he? Can't do Laird with old old Bobby Finn's coming at you. Here's the thing about Robbie Finical. He's 1-0 in Bellator. Obviously, <laughs> Finical Bautista back in Obviously. 2019 in Bellator 221. It just it 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 presents a little bit of diciness. So yeah, uh back to the the third leg, Lucas Brennan. Obviously, he's just I think he's just gonna roll there. And then the fourth leg, Imam Shafi Aliv, 8-0. This this one might be like in a weird way, the most confident, even though he hasn't faced that great of competition. I mean, he got started uh at Abdulmanap Namagamedov school. From his Instagram, it looks like he's also putting in work at AKA. He's just constantly posting pictures with Khabib, Umar, Usman, all these dudes. Like he's in the camp. He's eight and zero, and he just has that Dagestani wrestling style. I mean, it's just pressure. Uh, his last fight in Eagle FC, it was just a dominant win. Now, this could be the man that ruins the night. This could be the one that that ruins the day. Sean Connor Fallon. SCF, as as most people know him. He's probably the most game opponent. He has won eight of his last nine, although they are in Coliseum of Combat. I'm just thinking it's going to be one-way traffic. Just dominant decision win. Coliseum of Combat is the breeding ground of champions, Connor. Yeah, so Amama Shafi, I'll leave. That's like four, and then we've already touched on leg five, Usman Nurmagomedov. So Jordan Newman, Archie Colgan, Lucas Brennan, Amam Shafi Aliyev, Usman Nurmagomedov pays at plus one twenty-seven. Oh, you do you did get to a plus number, so got okay. to a plus number. I'm wildly confident, and I can guarantee you it will lose. Man, I well, I good for you. I thought Laird was. I thought you were just going to take all the favorites who are minus six hundred or bigger. Uh, pretty much did. You got left through. Laird out. Just, it's. It's Jordan Newman minus 750, Archie Colgan minus 550, Lucas Brennan minus 500, Amab Shafi Aliyev minus 750, Usman Nurmagomedov minus 400. Yeah. It's going to lose. I put a unit and a half on it, and I regret the hell out of it. It's going to lose, even though it makes sense that all of them win. And I bet it closes as like all of them being even bigger favorites, because these Bellator oh, lines swing they, like crazy. Those are all already bigger favorites. But that you're out what can I say? What can I say? I'm a sharp. Uh, got, what can I got say? Good prices. Um, and then the violence parlay is going to be Kali Raddick does not go. Brennan Talavera does not go. Fortune James does not go. Nurmagomedov Pitbull does not go. Uh, and then w- one last play, actually. I know you're dying to get out of here. One last play that I have. Roman Feraldo against Levon Chokeli. Yeah, I'm going to take Rowan Feraldo by knockout. Plus There's so much action on Bellator. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm absolutely you ashamed. Should, you, should, you really? You have almost as many fights that matter on Bellator as you do at the UFC. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But I will say, actually, I have more fights that matter to me on Bellator <laughs> than I do in the UFC. Uh, it technically the 
all Bellator bets, I technically only have three bets down. Yeah, but you know, uh, hey, look, there's one we talk about all the time. Uh, if you're maybe not feeling a card, it's a little lackluster. One way to up your level of interest is to put an irresponsible number yes. of wagers down. On yes, it. that that is. I mentioned it. I was like, man, I'm not excited for these cards this weekend, but I found the way to get excited. I absolutely blasted, threw down a bomb on that Usman JDM uh, Spivak under parlay, um, and then I just put in a bunch of irresponsible bets on Bellator. Uh, oh, I mean, Roman Feraldo actually is like a highlight reel. He's 8-0, 8 wins by knockout. Swag just out the wazoo on this man. Yeah. Connor, Um, we might have problems because like... What, you're on LeVon Kelly? No, I've just ended up with 14 (laughs) bets this weekend. (laughs) How? How do I have 14 bets on this weekend of fights? I have nine. I have five singles and four parlays. I have two parlays and 12 bets. And I'd be I lying. Going on. I'd be lying if I didn't consider a little Bellator UFC next week's PFL champions cross parlay. Oh, but no, I, I just got—I just got to do off. the whole PFL part. The PFL parlay is going to be fantastic. I already have two parlay. I actually like uh, to tease next week's show. I mean, it's going to be a great Thanksgiving show. Uh, yeah, I've already got three singles and and two parlays down on PFL next week. I'll be in attendance. Uh, electric. I won't be paying the forty nine ninety nine for the part uh, pay per view. So that's it, man. That's UFC Vegas uh, sixty five and Bellator Chicago. Uh, Roman Fraldo by KO. Johnson Zuma Gulov under two and a half. Jack Della Maddalena minus three and a half points. Sherman Cortez Acosta over one and a half. Fialho Salikov fight does not go the distance. Jack Della Maddalena Usmander Magomedov Lewis Spivak parlay minus one thirty seven. Those are the bets that I'm saying. Uh, Derek Lewis by KOTKO, Lewis Spivak over one and a half, uh, Kennedy and Jakuwu by KOTKO, Chase Sherman straight up plus 180, Sherman Cortez Acosta over one and a half minus 135. I then super parlayed Derek Lewis in the over plus Sherman in the over for plus 1297 because I'm a DJ. DJ. Uh, Jack Della Maddalena inside the distance minus 200. Andre Fialho by decision plus 500. Johnson Zuma Gulov under two and a half plus 195. Jennifer Maya by de- decision plus 225. Getting a little curtain jerker to raise a blade up plus 140. I've got the parlor with my man Connor. JDM Corey Anderson Usman Nurmarko Medov plays plus 105. And then because again, total D Jim. Took the heavyweight overs at one and a half for Fortune James, plus 150, and for Govea Morgenberg, plus 205. Let's just have a great, stupid weekend of fights. Oh, oh, this is a dumb weekend. This is just like, I'm just putting units out to the pasture. Like, it's just this. If I won it's a winning, so many. I if won I win, so many at 281. I got to get rid of them. If I end up plus units on the weekend, like there's nothing you you can't tell me at that point. Like it's just this weekend's to have fun. It's a carryover. I actually am really excited about the PFL championships. Way more excited than I oh, should yeah. be because I'm going. And like I actually feel pretty good on my bets. This week isn't that week. Uh, before we run, any World Cup action you're throwing down? Any futures you got? I have no World Cup action. Uh, just. I don't know. I feel weird about it. It's like a very morally questionable one this time around. And I'm going to watch the U.S. games because, you know, 
you have to come on for for queen and country but uh i i don't know i just don't it all feels weird and i don't feel i'm not like a super confident soccer better anyway so oh i have no confidence in my soccer bets but i am taking argentina leo messi one last ride france you know bonjour uh been there done that uh, if I was going to bet, Denmark. I would just bet on Argentina just just Leo just, one last know, ride just for Leo. See if he can get one done before before it's all said and done. Uh, so yeah, should be a great weekend of combat sports. Uh, next week we will have a show. I know a lot of you are like, We've it's Thanksgiving in the states. You shouldn't have a show. Well, we're going to have a show. We got to give thanks for the PFL championship. For the baby. PFL championships, we're going to try gonna, and win. I'm going to have an all-in bet at PFL championships. Woo! Just teasing that right now. Is it Kayla Harrison? Sure is. Okay. All right. I was gonna say if it's not Kayla Harrison, then don't say it now. We're not gonna. We're gonna tease that over to next week. Uh, but yeah, Kayla Harrison. She's only minus six hundred over a woman she's already defeated soundly. Pacheco twice. getting older, getting more competent, has really found that knockout. I like power. Pacheco. I think Pacheco is an underrated fighter. This Shocked fight world. is going one way and one way only. Black Friday for a reason. It's, you know, the first loss of Kayla Harrison's career. You never know. I don't know. You know, I, I, where is this event happening? The Hulu Theater uh, connected oh, it, it to Madison Square Theater. Garden. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to bet on Kayla Harrison with all of my monies. I'll be there. Uh, actually, it's going to be a great day, if I'm being honest. Right, last thing before we go, USA, England. You just mentioned the USA yep. games. USA, England. Uh, during the afternoon, straight into PFL Championships. I can't That's wait. A great day. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Mike. Please, can we get the hell out of here? That's <laughs> UFC Apex 65. That's Bellator 288. Deep dishes. Uh, maybe some Chicago dogs for dinner on Friday night. Ooh, now there's an idea. Deep dish or Chicago dogs? Which one are we doing? I'm, I'm a sure and not... I'm not a huge Chicago dog fan, but I'm not a deep dish pizza guy at all. But Chicago dogs feels like Chicago dogs. All right. So we're whipping up some Chicago dogs for Friday. Then I'm down the bears. We'll see you next week. You got to have Chicago dogs for those Chicago dogs that are going to be cashing tickets, even though we haven't bet a single. I'm not betting a single underdog, but I imagine some underdogs will win. Someone is going to kill me uh, in that parlay. (laughs) I mean, like if you tell that parlay, no, it's a losing affair. Uh, But yeah, For the nine millionth time, let's get out of here. (laughs) PFL Championships next week. Talk to you then. Love you guys. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.